Thanks for tuning in to Witch Wednesdays with Steph and Tara, where we share our knowledge as we chat about a new witchcraft topic every Wednesday morning. Welcome back to Witch Wednesdays. This is Steph. And this is Tara. And you are listening to our very first episode of season two, 2021. <laughs> 2021, baby! And we are going to continue with the numbering just so you know where you are. And it is episode 54, all about the pentacle versus the pentagram. Yes. This is a question that we've gotten quite a bit. Uh, We did sort of gloss over it when we talked about common um, witchcraft tools that, you know, the pentacle symbol appears a lot and things like that. But we never spent a lot of time just talking about kind of what the pentacle is how it's different from the pentagram and uh, what it sort of means in witchcraft and wicca and all the different symbols and we've gotten a lot of questions lately about that and about whether or not the symbol or the symbol upside down is like some sort of representation of evil so we thought we would address that as this first episode answer all those questions and mostly Tara is going to talk to you about this um i will jump in with like a few things about why it's not evil because i know the history of that but i don't personally use pentacles or pentagrams that much in my witchcraft they are more common in wicca which is she'll explain um but it's just not a symbol that's of particular importance to me so i don't know all of the the history and things about it that tara does so you're gonna hear mostly from her (laughs) i have mentioned before I have pentagrams everywhere uh they're probably in every room in my house I have jewelry I love them I use them a lot so um just to get started so a pentacle and a pentagram can be used interchangeably by some witches um that's like when I say witch or wicca sometimes I use them interchangeably interchangeably because for me they're linked completely linked they are different and i'm well aware that they're different but a lot of um older witches or people that have been practicing a while can sometimes use them interchangeably but they are different so all pentagrams are pentacles but not all pentacles are pentagrams if that makes sense so a pentacle is just a talisman used in musical evocation magical evocation don't ask why i said musical it's fine um it's usually dish-shaped and it has magical symbols inscribed on it or in it um it doesn't have to be dish-shaped it can be made of stone parchment paper cloth metal you can see it on ceremonial robes all of these things they're still considered a pentacle um there's all types of them they're used beyond Wicca. They're used uh, actually just every which way in all kinds of religious ceremonies and in all kinds of magical uh, rituals. Sigils would be an example of something that could be a pentacle. So um, often you have a pentacle that is a pentagram, which is a five-point star made of lines that intersect with each other in a continuous motion that is encased within a circle. So it's a very specific type of pentacle, which is the pentagram. Ta-da! <laughs> so it's most often associated with Wicca, the pentagram is. It can be found, though, in both ancient Eastern and Western cultures going back as far as 3000 BCE, 
which is before common era, which is the non-Christian way of saying before Christ. So it's been found on artifacts from Mesopotamia. It's also, that's more Western tradition. It's also been found in um, as far back as the first or second century BCE during the Han dynasty in China. So it goes back really far all over the world. It actually has inspired the five-fold concept uh, in China. The five phases originally were fire, water, wood, metal or gold, and earth or soil. And that five-phase system has really influenced the Tao movement. Uh, I pardon my pronunciation. Yijing divination, alchemy in China, feng shui astrology, traditional Chinese medicine, music, military strategy, and even the martial arts. So it really had a huge influence in China for many, many, many years. Um, the five-fold concept that is also the five-pointed star. Look at that. Or the pentagram. Look at it all come back around. <laughs> so for Wiccans today, it's a symbol of faith. It's much like a crosses for Christians. It just is a very easy to wear uh, decoration. It also is inherently powerful. So the five points represent the elements that make up the universe. Spirit, earth, air, water, and fire. With the circle containing the star representing the universe, which can, contains but also connects them all. So many Wiccans wear a small pentagram during ceremonies um, as it's considered a sign of protection from negative and harmful energies. It's also powerful in its own right. So they might wear it or they might use it within uh, a spell or a ritual as well. So it's often inscribed on objects such as the hilt of your ritual dagger. It could be on the cover of a book of shadows. Uh, if you're using it in spell work or during a ritual, it can be drawn in the air with either your athame or your wand to add power to the working because the symbol itself is full of magic and power. Uh, a lot of times Wiccans will put this on their altar. I know a lot of witches also put this on their altars, uh, whether they're Wiccan or not. It is a very common way to set up an altar, yeah. It's a hugely common way to set up an altar. So, uh, and the decorations you normally put on an altar are also tied to the elements, much as the five points of the star are. So your cup or chalice would represent water, the wand, air, your sword or knife, athame, would be fire, and a disc could represent earth. Often you put salt in there to represent earth, um, but again, it also represents the sides of your pentagram. So traditionally, um, in modern witchcraft, often the five points, the, the one pointing up is where you start, and that is spirit. And then upper left would be air, lower left would be earth, lower right would be fire, and lower, or an upper right would be water. However, sometimes you want to put it upside down or it gets turned. That doesn't change the meaning. <laughs> So it's a very common myth that a downward pointing five pointed star is evil. This is not correct. Yes. <laughs> so this is probably what we've gotten the most 
questions about. We have gotten the question of just like pentacle versus pentagram because pentacles do show up in uh, the Rider Weight Tarot deck. One of the suits mm-hmm. is pentacles. So it is, you know, that that pentagram, the five pointed star inside the circle is the suit of pentacles, which represents, you know, coins and, and money. Uh, and it's most commonly put that way, like up, right side up in the circle. So sometimes when it's just the pentagram, the star by itself, um, if it's pictured upside down, a lot of people were asking um, if that's evil. And that is a very common myth. So yes. it's orig- and it was perpetuated by the Catholic Church. <laughs> so uh, Christians actually used the pentacle, early Christians, because for them, it represented Jesus on the cross. You can kind of yes. see, to see that in, in the symbolism. So it was actually a very commonly used Christian um, symbol for a long time. And sometimes it still is. However, in they started to move away from that because it was so heavily associated with paganism. And as we've talked about, a lot of the things that Christians have in their traditions have come from paganism just because when converting people to a new religion, it's very hard to get them to give up the things that they've been doing for so long. So that's why it's sort of incorporated into Christianity. And that symbol was one of those things that was just not going to go away. So Christians sort of adopted that. And there was a, I think he was French. Don't quote me on that, but his name was (laughs) Elphias Levi. He was a deacon in the church. I want to say French. And he was always, um, interested in the magical arts. And once the other deacons found out about that, they ex- actually excommunicated him from the church, which means they kicked him out. And he wrote a book and he was the very first one in the late 1800s to say that turning the pentagram upside down was considered evil. That's where that originally started. Um, and the uh, Catholic church just kind of ran with it. So that's why that that myth was sort of started and perpetuated and trying to get people to move away even further from using that symbol in in any way. Um, So that is where people commonly associated that upside down, but that has no basis in fact. That's kind of just something that um, that guy wrote in that book and people just believed it because he said um, once you turn it upside down that the um, the two points so if you think of that star turned upside down then there's two points that those are the Satan's horns horns. so uh, there was actually a um, church which is the church of Satan which came about in the 1960s Um, 1966 yes 1966 um that adopted that symbol and I think it has um, a goat head inside it does yes yes um so that's kind of uh, perpetuating also that myth that they adopted it there as their symbol um for the church of satan but it is also important to point out that the church of satan does not worship satan I just want to to throw that out there I know it's a common misconception because they are called the church of satan um and they believe in satanism but people who belong to the church of Satan do not worship Satan. Um, They it's, it's actually very atheist um, their, their belief system. And they see Satan as very much about personal choice. Yeah. Yeah. They see, they see Satan as um, a symbol of sort of 
um, independence, power. yeah, and and mm-hmm. self identity and things like that, and that that's what they believe in. Um, so they don't actually worship Satan, but for using that symbol, it of course nobody. If somebody is um, really stuck in their Christian beliefs, they're not going to look up what the Church of Satan is. They just, you know, dis- dismiss it outright and assume that they, they worship Satan and that they're bad. And then they see that symbol and then they continue to perpetuate the myth that it is an evil symbol. <laughs> yes. Um, actually, pentacles of the five-pointed star without the circle around it can be found in Christianity, uh, Judaism, Taoism, like everywhere, everywhere. Yeah everywhere yeah they just and represent different different things like you can if you yes. are looking at a star you can see jesus on the cross in that imagery you can see it as kind of the the arms and legs you know out that way so it's very it's coming across the board it just means different things in different religions but correct stars all over the place the wiccan faith tends to lean towards the pentagram which is literally the five-pointed star in a circle pentacle <laughs> sorry yeah um but no pentagram is within the circle. Pentacle can be, but the pentagram is the five-pointed star inside the circle. See, they can be used interchangeably. (laughs) Um, But inherently, the reason you see so many pointed up is, and I am also going to misquote this, but there was a uh, book written that talked about the point facing up on a pentagram is because it's spirit ascending above matter and a lot of people really liked that imagery and really ran with it. Um, and because the top point represents spirits, it's ascending over earthly matter, which is the five elements, you know, fire, air, water, uh, earth. But again, you can turn it on its side and it doesn't change its meaning really <laughs> in my mind. So traditionally it's used both point up and point down. Um, you can find it on grave markers both ways, going back centuries it really doesn't make a huge amount of difference. Um, But like I said, there was a book written that had the spirit uh, pointing up, ascending over matter. And a lot of people really love that imagery and it really became incorporated in a lot of belief. Yes, but none of which are inherently evil. Does not make it evil. (laughs) They're not, yeah, not, not used for uh, evil purposes. So if you are using um, the pentagram in your witchcraft and, you know, drawing it on something or setting up your altar in that way, not having it facing a certain direction does not is not going to change what it means for you. You're not all of a sudden performing an evil spell instead of a positive one, if yes. that makes sense. <laughs> and as I said at the beginning, and as you can tell, a lot of times pentacle and pentagram are used interchangeably so often um it doesn't i mean make sure you know your audience but it's like me using witch and wicca i've explained why they're linked in my mind but these two are so inherently linked that a lot of especially if you've learned uh witchcraft through books and things like i have from britain they're used so often interchangeably (laughs) like they just throw one or the other out there are differences, but it's not enough to spill over or cry over spilled milk if you mess it up. So. <laughs> yeah, so hopefully that answers 
some of the questions that people have had about the differences between the two and seeing them upside down. There are other versions of stars that are used um, within witchcraft. There is a six-pointed star that um, represents the elements, like each element has um, a sort of triangular shape associated with it and when you put them all all four of them together it makes a six-pointed which is so pretty guys um it is pretty and there's also um something that's a of a newer uh tradition it hasn't been around very long but it's the it's like an elf or fae i think it is fae star and it's like yeah it's like eight or 12 points or something like that and they all I think, yeah, it's right. 12. It's 12. Yeah. There's so many um, different things, but you know, instead of just like the main elements that we talked about, there's also wood and uh, metal and like all kinds of things and like how these um, interact. So and how they're made up. There are a lot of different, the different elements, main elements. Yes. Yeah, so there are a lot of different stars that you could use. There's also a lot of different symbols in general um, that we don't plan on going over unless anybody has specific questions about them so that um in wicca the triple moon is a very big thing common one i think tara's got that all over the place too i have in a couple places but i definitely have pentagrams everywhere (laughs) like in every place (laughs) um but yes if there's uh any other particular symbols that you are interested in or have a question about, we can definitely talk about those more um, probably in blog post format because it's just hard. I mean, pentacle and pentagram is pretty easy, but the rest of them are kind of hard to talk about without visually showing the symbol that we are talking about. So if there are any others, definitely let us know because we can make a blog post that is at whichwednesdays.com. We kind of just post sporadically as it associates to the podcast episode if there's like a list of of something um but if you have any questions about any sort of symbols that you've seen around in witchcraft or in wicca then let us know and we can make some sort of blog post about that and honestly um when i was going through the different points and what they mean in my notes i have a star so i can go around the circle like it's (laughs) It's much easier to visualize if you're it's, Yeah, it's much it. easier when you've got yeah. it in front of you. Very much so. <laughs> that is all we have for you for this very first episode of 2021. Welcome back. Welcome to season two. Welcome to um, 2021, man. You... I'm so excited. <laughs> well, yeah. Welcome to 2021. Not that you've like had a break from us because we didn't interrupt our regular scheduling at all. We had an episode last yeah. week, so... <laughs> You can't get rid of us that easily, but it is a new year, a new month. Um, if you listen at the beginning, it's a new intro. If you listen to the end after this, yeah, it's a, it's a new outro. Uh, just to let you know more places that you can find us. Um, the subscription boxes are officially for sale. If you didn't listen to those previously, uh, we are approaching the deadline because I just want to make sure that there's enough time to pack and ship everything so those are available on etsy uh today is a good day to sign up on patreon because patreon the, the platform charges you on the first of the month so the earlier to the closest to the beginning of the month that you can sign up the mm-hmm. better or bang <laughs> for your buck <laughs> or bang for your buck um so we have lots of things in there and we officially hit 
50 patrons. So there will be a guaranteed 10 pieces of content, exclusive bonus content on there every month. Uh, so that's what we've got planned for this year, getting the in both boxes out. Uh, we will definitely let you know on the podcast when the other Sabbaths become available closer to each of their dates. Mm-hmm. And that is all we have for you now. And we will see you next week for Moon Water. Yes. Bye, everyone. <laughs> Need even more witchcraft? Subscribe to our Patreon account for tons of exclusive bonus content and order supplies from our Etsy store. Reach out on Instagram at Witch Wednesdays Podcast or by email to witchwednesdays at gmail.com if you have any questions or comments. Find all these links and more at witchwednesdays.com.